Hey guys, welcome back to the Lawrence Podcast. Actually, excuse me, Happy New Year. It's 2023. I'm super excited about this year. I hope you guys have started off with, um, you know, new goals and aspirations. And if you don't, I hope you started off on a good foot. Um, I hope you had great holidays. I think the last time we talked was like over a month ago, maybe. Something like that. Close to a month ago. Um, I just need a little break, you know, trying to figure out where I want to go with this pod. And I'm really excited. I'm glad to be back. So, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Lauren Miller. I am 19 years old. Oh my gosh! But last time I talked to y'all, I was 18. I'm 19 now. Happy birthday to me. I absolutely hated my birthday, but we'll we'll talk about that on a different episode. We'll we'll dive into that because that's important. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm 19 years old. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I go to Georgia State University. I'm a political science major, theater minor, and I'm really excited to talk to you all today. If you're black, if you're a Christian, if you're a girl, if you're a teen, there's something here for you. And if you're not new, my mic is doing something weird. <laughs> if you're not new, welcome back. I hope it's not rumbling. Okay, we'll just hope for the best on that one. Yeah, um, if you're not new, welcome back. Um, today, guys, we're going to talk about therapy notes. Essentially, we're just going to be looking in, talking about what we have my therapist talk about. I love my therapist and all those things. Before we get there, music of the week. Y'all know, well, if you don't know, I am a Christmas fanatic. I think Christmas is the best holiday besides my birthday, but they're in the same week. So who cares? Um, so top three albums, a Pentatonix Christmas Deluxe. I love that album. Um, let's see. I've been listening to Lion, the 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 uh, album Lion by Elevation Worship, and then Christmas with PJ Morton, the deluxe version. Because, you know, I love Christmas. Why not? Christmas is the best season. It's, it's Christmas is a season. It's not a holiday. It's a season. But, yeah. Really excited about that. But today we're talking about therapy notes, and I am really excited about this. I think at one point I was a little, ash- oh, wow. I was about to say a famed. I was a little ashamed. <laughs> a little ashamed um of the fact that i go to therapy i would say i need therapy for many reasons let's start there i think i need therapy for many reasons number one i don't mm, hopefully the ops aren't listening they're listening well (laughs) oh well um i don't trust a lot of people in general and the people that I do trust are the people that I do life with, like everyday life with. So I don't always have the space or the freedom to say exactly how I feel about every situation. Because between trust and proximity, it's, no. So imagine all of your emotions of the week. Everything you thought good bad about your mom dad brother sister uncle classmate everything imagine not saying anything well that's an exaggeration imagine 75 percent of that stuff you never say and then you get one hour with this one person that's what they're well that's a part of what therapy is for me i don't you know it's not a venting session but the first 15 minutes is definitely me filling her in on, on my on my on my on my news channel i the first 15 minutes is a news channel of lauren's life like I have to fill her in because I don't share a lot of like I I clown all day with anybody. I I don't care about that stuff, but the stuff that actually bothers me and all those things. Um, if anybody knows, maybe one or two people for sure. So that's first of all, <laughs> it's not good to hold things in, and because I do hold things in, um, 
little things stack on top of other little things and so on and so forth. And then, and then the smallest thing could happen and it's like, boom, biggest deal ever. So to you is, you know, I don't know, you stepped on my foot. But to me, three weeks ago, this happened and then like it, it's just, uh, yeah. So therapy helps me not, you know, therapy helps me to get all those things out that way. If there is an explosion, it's not as big, but hopefully it prevents the explosion altogether. I had a therapist, I think now it'd be like a year ago. I hated her. She was awful for me. I'm sure she's great for someone else. It just, it, it wasn't me. And we dropped her like it was hot. Thank the Lord. And then I have a new therapist and I love her. I think I've talked to her, I talked about her on this podcast already. I think she's like the bomb.com. I'm going somewhere with this story, by the way, guys. I know it's taking a long time. I promise. I'm wrapping it up. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I think I need therapy just to communicate how I'm feeling. Cause I'm not good at that. And it's like this person, I only have to see her for 15, 50 minutes, one hour a day. I mean, 50 minutes, one time a week. So it's not like she has to see me and can judge me. And I, I just think she's great. I love her. Shout out to her. Oh my gosh. Oh, anyway. Oh yeah. By the way, our, yesterday was our six month anniversary for having our therapy session. And I must say. That woman is a, is a miracle worker. I love her. I, <laughs> I love her. That was, that's one reason. Another reason for me, be, like I mentioned, I do hold thing, a lot of things in. And it's weird for me because I understand that I had, compared to most people, I had a great childhood. I never was hungry. Never was thirsty. Clear. Look at me. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't homeless. Like, like a lot of things that other people have gone through, I have not. But that doesn't mean that there weren't situations or time periods that were traumatic. Because although I think, you know, now that I'm older, I had a pretty good childhood. I think my childhood was different than the average Joe, for sure. Um... And I'm doing better than a lot of people, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I don't have things I need to work through. And here's another thing. I feel like we're all given like situations and things like that that we can handle. So if you can, if I can lift 500 pounds of weight, but you can lift 300 pounds of weight, if the, the 300 is your max, but 500 is my max, I may look at your 300 and go, Psh, man, lazy or, or your life is easy or da 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 da. But. You know, somebody else whose max is 150 is going to look at you and go, oh, wow, 300, that's a lot. You know what I mean? And so I feel like we're all able to handle different things because of our personalities, because of the way we, we grew up. And so I feel I'm, I'm learning that some people's hard, like my hard compared to the people in my family's hard may not look the same. They may go, oh, like your parents took good care of you and yada yada and all that and you guys never were hungry and always had hot water and things like that and they may say oh like that's cool but on the other hand if I were to tell them the experiences that I had I had a great childhood I was always provided for but certain situations yeah, they're probably like, okay yeah yeah and the way, the way my brain is and all that so that's another reason I, I you know shout out to my parents I've just I, 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 I'm at the point now where I understand that I I genuinely think they did they did blah, 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 blah. whoa I genuinely think they did the best they could and I I appreciate them for that but now moving forward it's 
saying, yay, you did the best you could, but here are some things that we tweak from my personal, you know, like my personal life and personal reasons, all that kind of stuff, right? Boom. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think everybody needs some kind of something, some wise counsel, therapy, counselor, something. Just to, sometimes you just need somebody to just talk to who doesn't have to, to, to do life with you every day. And it's healthy for me. Uh, and one main thing that I really want to talk about, um, that I haven't really shared, I guess, I think two people know, three, if you got my therapist, um, I don't want to say diagnosed. I don't know how to describe it. I guess, well, we have discovered that I am a highly sensitive person. First of all, if you know me from high school, middle school, whatever, me and sensitive in the same sentence is hilarious because it's like, what? Like, I'm known to be very, especially when I feel somebody around me is not being protected. I get the, like the mama cub. I get in that mode. Um, why is my phone not do not disturb? First of all, sorry. Yeah, I, I get, I get in that mode and <sighs> there's nothing sensitive coming. Like you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell that I'm sensitive. I'm able to take the jokes, but really looking back, I, I've never really been able to take the, I've, I've always taken it personally. And it's more than just sensitive emotionally. It's like physically and mentally and all the, and all the other things, but. Um, I'm not gonna lie. It felt to be—I don't want to say diagnosed, but to be that. <sighs> like, how do I? How do I go through life? I—I I, I don't want to be the person that's like, oh no, we can't talk about that because so and so is here. You know, I, I I never I never wanted to be that person, and but looking back, things have always got under my skin a little bit. I just think I'm really good at masking it. I'm really good at masking. I'm really good at masking. Um, but I read I read you guys the definition of it, it says a highly sensitive person s h whoa a highly sensitive person h s p is a neurodivergent individual who is thought to have an increased or deeper central nervous system sensitivity to physical emotional or social stimuli some refer to this as having sensory processing sensitivity or sps for short oh my god y'all this is this oh my whole life and i could really cry i'm not going to but my whole life i feel like i've been especially with my family and it's, it's not their fault but misjudged or like I've come off as always annoyed or always rude or da 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 and it's like really I'm not annoyed but I I knew that what I was feeling and I knew that me being overwhelmed by the smallest things or the smallest sounds or the smallest smells wasn't normal but who wants to come out and say hey guys <laughs> not normal like that yeah and and it, and it felt like me expressing these things that may have triggered something in me annoying and you know whatever like like it was an inconvenience to other people and i think that's one of the things about me that i love the most not to suit my own horn but toot toot i love conveniencing other people i don't know i don't know if that's even a word conveniencing i i, I love being out the way so if you need help i'm gonna help you but 
like my biggest nightmare is for me to inconvenience you in any kind of way. I show love in acts of service and gift giving. So I want to serve you, you know, especially if I love you. Like if I listen, if I love you, you you get a whole different side of me than the average the average Joe. But it's like so 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 for me to be experiencing this irritation or sensitivity and I didn't grow up in a family that was super sensitive like I think I, I think that plays a role into our dynamic our like all of our dynamics today our house was very, very much a tease house like we teased each other it was always a competition like it, was, it wasn't a place for lots of sensitivity I think I think secretly we're all very sensitive and nobody wants to you know come out and say it but that's neither here nor there we're just gonna leave that right there. <laughs> but to be to 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 be sensitive or annoyed or irritated by thing everyday things that people are doing, and I and it's so weird because I have the understanding that they're not doing it intentionally, but it but it's still annoying. You know what I mean? And then so now I'm on the other side of it. And when I when I say that, I mean now knowing knowing what it is. I this happened like I'm, I'm I, I literally on this podcast I tell y'all things as they happen to me. So I've I've not known this for more than a week. Um, but now understanding it, I think it gets a little dicey because on one hand I'm like now that you know this is something I struggle with. If there were if if I were the person in your shoes, I would do everything in my power to make sure that I didn't overstimulate you. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how my my brain works. If I know something about somebody, um, and I and I love you. That that's that's the key right there. And I love you. I'm gonna go out of my way to. I don't want to say protect, but accommodate you, if you will. You know what I mean. But then the other side is like, because it literally is. It is so, I don't want to say random, but the smallest things, y'all. I literally walked into my dorm room, and I guess it's the smell of air conditioning or whatever, and I literally almost tore down this whole room. I had to, like, walk out, take some breaths, drink some water, take up a prayer. And, and it's like, to you, it's just like, oh, it smells like air conditioning, throw a little air freshener, because I have a million of them in my room. But it. That whole thing like threw me off for a good thirty minutes, and the average person would be like, "Oh, like just get in." And, and, and so it's hard. I've always, you know, looking back now, it's definitely that, and it always has been that. Um, she said I scored a a, a twenty one out of I think like twenty seven, and on the scale you have like zero, not sensitive at all, and eight is extremely. And I think they said like five is four or five is moderate. I scored a six. So your girl, your girl, your girl is, <laughs> and for a while, you know, I share again with the people that I do life with. I was like, it may be autism. Like I'm not, and, and here, and here's, here's what I want to just make sure people get to understand it's clear. People who are autistic are not slow. They're not, so those are some of the most smartest and brightest kids you'll ever meet in your life. Autism is not the same as, you know, Down syndrome. And even those kids, some of those kids are the smartest people I've ever met in my life as well. So, you know, it, it, it shows up at different people. All of those diagnoses have a spectrum. So you can be high on the spectrum, low on the spectrum. 
some people are nonverbal, some people aren't nonverbal. Like it, 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 it affects everybody differently. Um, I now that I have this, I don't think I am autistic, but my therapist made it very clear that well, she's a psychiatrist as well. Flex. Anyway, <laughs> she made it very clear that some of them they have the same symptoms, like they can look the same. Um, and people who score like an eight, like a solid eight, a lot of times slip into that kind of autistic. She said, "I don't. She doesn't think I'm autistic, but um, I for a minute I was like, well, if I am, then what? Like this is another. And I'm, y'all know how, how I feel, but I'm already different. I've been told that my whole life, so it's like, dang, this is another thing just to add on to it. And it's like, uh, like who who wants because I. I'm very good at being out of the way. It's like this is another this is just another thing that inconveniences the people around me and that y'all know I hate that. So that's been interesting. Um I told the people who need to know, like I said, two, three people. <laughs> no, um and yeah, I've been reading up on it, reading reading up on it and you know, researching it and Finding out and looking at my child, looking at my life. I'm like, this has been it the entire time. Had somebody just been like, you're, you're not rude. You're not crazy. You probably are just overstimulated all the time. Like I scored so high. She was like, yeah, you scored pretty high. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is it. And I'm not saying it gives you a pass to be rude or be disrespectful or, you know, do all that kind of stuff. But to finally at least know what's going on and, and have language for what's going on feels amazing. It's like, oh my God. So that's 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 what this episode, you know, that's special that I shared that with y'all. Nobody knows that. So however many people decide to listen to this podcast, now they all know about my about my new discovery. <laughs> um yeah, that that that's where I'm at. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. I, I, I feel indifferent. I'm, I'm happy to know that I'm not crazy, and that there are other people who deal with it. However, it doesn't make it doesn't make it any easier. I'm aware of it, so now I can hopefully maneuver around it and like. Be able to identify okay i'm getting over let me let me walk out because before it's like I, I didn't understand it's just like i'm sitting here and now i want to punch everybody in here like that's that's how i felt before i'm sitting in here i don't know why i'm irritated like and looking back okay the lights are bright then the, the music is loud the person next to you keeps elbowing you and that's the thing like nobody and that's the worst part about it i would say nobody's doing anything to me nobody's doing anything to me personally or in or intentionally and that's the part that makes me like ooh, so irritated is because i could see if somebody was like doing something to me i know how to defend myself okay listen i ain't i ain't got no problem defending myself but the fact that it's like you're reaching for your keys and you you elbow me and now and now like i'm i'm shaking but try not to like let you know i'm shaking so now my face looks like I'm pissed off and then you start talking to me and then like you, you think I have attitude really you elbow me on accident but it I, ooh, like oh just talking about it's making me feel like 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. But um, that's okay. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's weird for me because I'm I like to put on a brave face. I like to not need anybody. Um I know that's not realistic or healthy, but it's the truth. If I didn't need anybody to do life, if I didn't need anybody to survive, I definitely wouldn't have anyone like <laughs> I, I, I just I just wouldn't like I, I enjoy my independence I, I don't know if, I don't even know if that's right to say I enjoy not needing anyone although I know that's not true and it's not good to say or feel but that's just the truth and if I could do it by myself I would but I'm realizing that's not the Lord or anybody else's intent so we're, work, we're working on you know allowing people in our space and all the things but that's something that's hard for me so we started off there now that's out in the open Oof, jesus another thing that's um really interesting is my therapist she we, we, we since we started therapy she's been telling me the same thing i feel like my therapist says the same three things every session it's like driving me crazy the one thing she says is you're, you're gonna have to repeat yourself that drives me insane number two <laughs> she goes how will people know if you don't tell them mm-mm, mm-mm. And the third thing that she says is well this one's more like a little monologue so i guess we'll you know we'll, we'll get into character but the third one she says you you have to learn how to give your emotion space you deserve to be seen you deserve to be heard emotion deserve to be felt and you deserve grace well, <laughs> let's start from number one. I don't, I don't remember which one I said first. I'm, I'm talking on top of my head, but I guess we'll figure it out as we go. So the first one, I'm going to have to repeat myself. I do not enjoy repeating myself. Oh my gosh. Especially when it comes to something emotional or something that I deem serious. That makes me so upset. And she keeps explaining to me that like, as you go through life, you're going to have to explain yourself. You're going to have to remind people. She said, you know, habits, habits are learned and taught. So you're, you're, like, you you have to keep doing it. She's like, that's like looking at a baby and going mama one time and expecting to repeat it. I get that. But if I'm sharing something with you, we're, we're adults here. If I'm sharing something with you and I have to keep reminded, especially when it comes to this highly sensitive person stuff, because I feel like I've tried to, exp- I, I didn't have a name for it, but I've tried to explain it in the past, is the fact that every time I'm overstimulated, I have to keep explaining to you that it's not your fault, and it's like, I don't like that, you know, I've explained it, I don't want to have to re-explain it, period, right, but she's letting me know that the people around me want to see me happy, and that's that's the part that doesn't connect for me but because the way i am i want to please people around me and not like a not in a way that's like oh i'm willing to do anything i'm like no (laughs) because no it's more like because again i do show love with acts of i do show love acts of service and gift giving i'm big on again always wanting to be an asset never a liability right so it's just like the fact that you can tell me something and when I see you, I'm going to think about it. The way I treat you is going to be funneled through, you know, what you've told me. But other people don't think like that. And that's, ugh, 
the fact that people don't think like me is like insane to me i'm sure they have a you know less clogged brain but i don't know i i repeating myself feels like what i said the first time you weren't listening it feels like it wasn't important enough for you to remember that's how it feels when i have to repeat myself so if you say lauren you want this i go yeah are you sure and i'll like even if you're tr- even if you have good intentions i do not enjoy repeating myself it just it just sends me up a wall and then i'm gonna have an attitude and then you're gonna, you're gonna say i have an attitude and i do have an attitude because why am i repeating myself i don't like repeating myself but she's teaching me that i'm gonna have to repeat myself and that's very hard for me i have not mastered that yet it's been six months and i i ain't got it yet i ain't got it number two oh she loves this one she loves this one if you don't tell anyone how will they know my therapist said that because of my childhood it benefited me to kind of know what people needed before they needed it so if somebody especially people i love if someone's on my mind specifically like specifically like if it's their birthday or kind of anniversary or holiday or just something important or or they're just really heavy on my mind i know i'm gonna see them my brain does a little thing where it's like i'm able to kind of sort or calculate what would make you happy or what would benefit me like i'll give you an example growing up especially like these certain two years my mom was on the road like real heavy right my mom is big on no crumbs in her kitchen or anywhere really but especially my mom had this thing like crumbs equal roaches we never had roaches thank the lord growing up i've never seen a roach till i got to college and it wasn't in my room so we praise god for that it was at work um you know i'm i didn't grow up with roaches so I maybe she was right. I don't know. She was big on clean counters. She was big on she was big on clean house in general, and she liked to see the carpet lines in the floor in the carpet, right? So I'm the youngest of technically four, but I grew up with my sister and brother. Um, and at this time, I would say I was around like maybe like. Um, nine let nine ten eleven somewhere in there and so we're all three years apart so if i'm 10 my brother's 13 my sister's 16 my sister was in band and in high school and you know she had her friends and in, in, in basketball so she was at the house my brother was always heavy in basketball always with his friends or outside so then it leaves me so when mom walks in and she's complaining number one i'm the only one here that's here to catch this fade <laughs> number two looking back on it again highly sensitive so when someone has a problem lauren's brain goes find a solution i take everything i'm learning i take everything personal other day my mom was like "Ooh, somebody could have washed the dishes and my mind is like <gasps> and then i got mad because i'm like oh, i always wash the dishes and she was like i wasn't even talking about you but, I, but in my head again i take everything personal and i want to find a solution I, I want people around to be happy I, I definitely took it personal. Like, I just, I can't help it. I have to, I have to write that down and give that to my therapist. Cause yeah, I don't know why I do that. But anyway, so in my brain, in my 10 year old brain, it said, you know, your mom's coming off the road. You know, she's coming home. You know, she's going to be tired. If the house is clean, she probably won't complain. 
or she won't complain about that particular thing. So I did that. And she stopped complaining. Yay. But I think I did grow a little bit of resentment towards my other siblings. Because it's like, if we... <laughs> looking back, they just didn't care that she was yelling and screaming or they weren't there to get it. But it's like, in my mind, if you know mom's going to go off about it, why, not just, why don't we all just do it? And, you know. But anyway. So that's where it came from. So then, like, if it's your birthday or... Even to this day, if I know my mom, my mom's coming off the road, I'll probably clean the house. It's almost like I, I she came off the road today. I definitely clean the house. I just thought about it. Wow, it's 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 in my nature. Like I cannot help it, and but but it it bled into everything else. So, if you're my friend or my special friend or whatever, and I know we're walking to class together today, I'm gonna ask you three days ahead of time, what's your favorite coffee? And then when you pop up, I'm going to have your coffee. It come off like I'm smooth. <laughs> it come off like I'm real smooth. But really, it's it's like... Uh, I just I don't want to give you any a reason to complain. And me getting things done is going to make you happy. And it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But yeah, so she always tells me, you know, you, you have to say things. How people know things. Oh, that's why I was like, I was like why, why am I talking about this? I'm really good at guessing. So when people don't guess back for me, I don't like that. I never, I don't think I've asked the people in my life for the past, I don't even know how many years, what they want for birthday, Christmas. Now, certain things, like if I, if I know you kind of want this big thing, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and ask you like, hey. One day for Christmas, and you could tell me specifically. Most of my gifts come off the dome because I know you and I pay attention. It's like, oh, yep, I already know. Boom, I already know. Or if I ask somebody a question, once I think about it through their perspective, I probably already have an answer. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm just really good at guessing and projecting what someone will need or, you know, what, they, what they'll want. What I am learning is that the average Joe is not like that. Y'all really be walking around having no clue what people want. I, my brain cannot even imagine what life like that feels like. If I'm being 100% honest, I am always thinking about, okay, what can I do? Okay, what can make somebody's day better? Okay, like it, it's, it's almost, it's almost a part of my personality at this point. So that's Jesus working on that part of like if I need something if I want something I have to say it and on top of that I'll probably have to repeat it y'all it's gonna be 2026 before I before I get that nailed in because right now we we are not looking good and I I I don't know I'm trying. I, I'm, I'm trying with that part. That that part of therapy, well, her homework weekly is definitely the hardest. I fail every time. I've failed for the past six months. Because um, it's like, why don't you know? And again, I receive love. Oh, I didn't tell you all this. I receive love worse than affirmation and quality time. But I almost wish that there was a sixth love language called effort. That If there was a love language called effort, that would be the one for me. I'm so big on effort. Like, I want to know that you thought about me or you thought this through or you tried your best to make like that's that's the thing that's gonna make me go like 
sure the bag is nice sure the trip or the t-shirt whatever it's cool you know or make me like go like really all i know you said you know you've been looking for i have a i have a long torso not super long but i have a long torso i'm looking for like longer shirts like in the front um and so you're like oh yeah i've been researching you know that and you bought me a long shirt like you found one that fit right that to me with that explanation oh my god you have just won my heart listen you have just won everything that you want you you can have all the hugs kisses you can whatever you want i'll 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 drink your bath water like because it's effort for me so when people don't and I know this is not healthy. I'm just explaining to you how, how it is in my head. When people don't just know what I need or know what I want or listen and, and be attentive to my needs, it feels like a lack of effort or a lack of care. And that's when Lauren turns to the big bad monster. When in reality, most people just aren't thinking about it. But because I am the way I am, I can't even imagine life like that. I'm always thinking. Always. Anybody, well, most people <laughs> who I text will tell you at least once a month. Well, it depends on how close we are. Hey, you good? You straight? You need something? And it's, it, it, I don't do it on purpose. It's just, I want you to know I care. I'm, I'm giving the effort. You know what I mean? It's like a quick, hey, thinking about you, just just making sure you're straight. That's effort, you know? And I'm learning that she's, my therapist says, she says, I know you enough to know that you do it out of a genuine place, but I think a part of you still hopes that whatever love and effort you give to others, you receive it back. And that is true. So if you're listening to this podcast and you claim to love me, give some more effort. Thank you. And then <laughs> the third one, my emotions you know, needing to be validated and heard and seen. I don't remember if I was ever taught this blatantly, but I don't like taking up a lot of space emotionally, mentally, da 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 So I can be in a room with you. This is so funny, especially at church. People tell me this all the time. They're like, I literally didn't see you come in or out. I thought I saw you like, you, you you may you may have thought you saw me. You probably did. But I didn't see you leave. I didn't see you come in. I'm quick with it. Because it's like I don't like taking up a lot of space. Or if we're in a social setting, if I'm talking, I'm going to talk and we're going to have a good time. I don't feel the need to be the center of attention or the loudest one. They're like Most times, especially if it's forced, and it's like the loudest person in the room probably is going to piss me off. But now I'm learning they, they just overstimulate me. I don't like it. Well, no, uh, let me take that back. I think that them being so noisy does bother me, but I think more than anything, my brain is like, oh my God, they take up so much space. They laugh loud. They talk loud. They got to be the, the, like, you ever seen people who are, they're just very expressive like, through, like, through their body. I've never been that person unless I'm very comfortable with you or we're like behind closed doors. They take up a lot of space and there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. However, comma, (laughs) 
Lauren Miller somewhere along these 19 years of living. I don't know if I taught myself or somebody else taught me. I don't like taking up a lot of space. So I don't want to say I minimize myself or make myself smaller, but I definitely am a master of like being here, but not really being here. And like, you know, I'm here, but you don't really feel my presence. Like, like I'm, 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 I'm the master of it. And so now getting older, realizing, oh, I do want this attention from people I love or, you know, I do want them to know this about me or when they say this or don't do this or do do this, this matters and, you know, all the things. That's tough, <laughs> but I'm, I, I, I'm working on it and, and I hope that um, I get better and I'm able to share that journey with you. Um, yeah, so if any of you have um, HSP, reach out to me. You can follow me on Instagram at Lauren Miller underscore underscore. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-M-I-L-L-E-R underscore. TikTok, it's Lauren Miller. Um, DM me and we'll talk about it. And if you don't know, um, if you have HSP, you can go search up highly sensitive person tests and do the quick test. It's like 27 questions or something like that. And um, it, it, it'll shoot you back some results and just some ways that if, if it sounds like something that you may have, but you don't know for sure. Um, one of the biggest signs is that you're overwhelmed by sensory stimuli. You feel the need for downtime. You have a rich and complex inner life. You're deeply moved by beauty and nature, art, human spirit, or a good commercial. Or sometimes you can avoid violent movies. So, for example, for me, I don't I don't avoid violent movies, but all the other ones are true for me. You know what I mean? So, definitely, 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 definitely look into that if that's something that you may have. Um, I just wanted to share with y'all my ther- therapy journey and what I've been learning about myself and... Um, how I can show up better for myself and the people around me in 2023. And so those are just some of the notes from therapy that I wanted to share with y'all, which is why it's called therapy notes. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, I hope you share with your friends. If they have HSP or if it sounds like something that you or your child or somebody you know may have. Um, it's also tied into anxiety and things like that. So if it sounds like something you may have, uh, look it up if you can't find it again hit me on instagram or tiktok and i'll definitely send it back out to you i love y'all thank y'all for listening it's that's more podcast my name is lauren miller i hope you guys have an amazing 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 sunday or whatever day you listen to this and um do some therapy if you can afford it if not start working on yourself it's worth it you deserve all the love and good things coming your way happy new year Happy first podcast 2023. I hope you guys have an amazing day. I love you guys.